Yeah, that's right. Day of the Dead, people. Uh, just, just imagine. Close, cl- close your eyes. Unless you're driving while listening to this podcast, don't, don't do that. In which case, also plug your ears. Plug your ass. Um. <laughs> Thank you. For and plug your sponsors. Um, Day of the Dead. Imagine this. You're stuck underground with a bunch of militant imbeciles, stricken with tyrannical power, and a Dr. Frankenstein stereotype. The Day of the Dead is upon you. Yeah, no, that that, that was summarizing the movie. I think you did it. <laughs> did I do it, Brian? Did I, I think find you did. It? And did you know I... what? I'm coming to a conclusion that I've been goading you this whole time. You need to give him an adequate summary, not just a fun little Nick Nick Universe thing. But you know what? That was pretty boring. I like yours more. I like when you do it your way more. So. Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Jimmy Bob there we here. Go. <laughs> 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 Jim, Jim, if I, if if the if the if the fire <laughs> if the fire doors don't don't uh don't do it for you then surely this underground bunker in miami that i paid with my own money uh will totally work for you um unless i'm sorry i I just can't do this anymore i can't i can't come on this podcast anymore i'm i'm actually financially bankrupt from all the lawsuits uh should i ask (laughs) what's happening jimmy bob (laughs) a lot of people died Okay. Uh, appa- appara- well, apparently, fire doors aren't a sufficient safety. Um, I yeah. See. I see. Huh. My well, wife divorced me. I, okay. Okay. She took all the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Probably dog shot itself. Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. There's not really much more to. Yeah, I, I, I think okay. I, I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't expect to I'm see sorry. Podcast I'm again. sorry. I'm sorry. I think. Oh my god. Yeah, he's at the end of his line. I mean, there is a bridge outside of the studio here. Do you want to go jump off of it? Uh, are you advocating suicide, Brian? No, I'm telling. I, I think sometimes you, you cut ties. Sometimes it's a done deal. I think Jimmy Bob is, you know, I think he's done for. I, there's always next year, Brian. Next, what, what is this? I don't understand what that means. Goodbye. Uh, we'll never see you again, Jimmy Bob. Uh, you are not welcome back. And I hope that uh, wow. y- it's quick and painless. Wow. Heartless. Heartless. Um, so, yeah. That's an intro. <laughs> Interesting way Day- to start our show. So, um, March of the Dead is finally coming to an end. This month is fleeting from us. I'm gonna be older soon. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, is that how it works? You don't get older until the birthday comes. It isn't a gradual thing. No. Yeah. Okay. That's how. That's how I look at it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> We're stagnant until one day, and then we leap forward very quickly one year. I like mm. that a lot more than the gradual slow decay of the yeah. human body. I think that's great. Yeah. Happy birthday, uh, by the way. <laughs> thank you. It's not till it's not till April. Um, yeah, well, it counts. Don't remind me. <laughs> I, I don't want to be reminded <laughs> of my existential death. 
Yes. <laughs> it's symbolic death each year over cake and candlelight. This has been a very weird intro for us. We're really tired. If uh, this is your first episode, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we suck. And, yeah. um... That might be part of the appeal. I don't know. I, th- I, th- I, think, it might, I think it might be, uh... The, the depression setting in, Brian. March oh. of the Dead is, is coming yeah. to a close. And, um... I just don't know how I'm going to be able to live with myself. Yeah, I mean, you've got 11 months to go where we're not going to be talking about zombies until we can finally talk about them again. I kind of I kind of put that rule into, uh, into motion. Yeah. When, when I decided. Kind of Captain rotated that in there, didn't you? Yeah. You put, fascist put, maniac. Put a gun to your fucking head. And, yeah. You, know, you, fed, you fed my men to... Should we get to this before we derail our own podcast? Should we get into the guts of the film? Guts. Guts. Oh, it's very relevant too now. Cool. <laughs> guts. It's super relevant. Yes. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Yes, I I was um you know when we when we first came up with these uh, little segments and stuff, I was uh, imagining the day that we finally covered Day of the Dead. Oh yeah. And uh, now it's here, and uh, Captain Rhodes, you scumbag, you deserved every single inch of pain yep. uh, coming towards you. Uh, fun fact about that death: uh, the guts that were coming out of his uh, body were actually horse guts. Ah. And. Uh, Apparently, according to somebody, uh, the guts kind of went bad. They, they, they kept it stored in a uh, refrigerator, and I guess like the power went out or something. And uh, yeah, so the not only did the character suffer an excruciating, painful death, so did the actor. Well, he didn't die, but he he, he suffered. They, they from... had to use his real guts after that. They were at a loss. They really did kill him. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they fucking tore him to shreds. <laughs> they, they were forced to yeah. They were forced to result in cannibalism because mm-hmm. they were uh, low on budget for yes. using the money pile. Uh, for the, the beginning, beginning of the movie, movie. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> blowing in the wind. Well, yeah. There, there, there. Reaction video. <laughs> there, there, there goes our, our budget. Yep. For Perfect. that one scene. <laughs> <laughs> now we cannibal. Uh, now we actually cannibalize people. Yeah. That would be a movie. That would be a great. Movie. If if can if if murder and cannibalism were legal. Hmm. Like if you were to sign a contract. Like assisted suicide or something, and um, like I don't want to live anymore. Like, like I, I think I think that, would, that like if 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 therapy isn't working, if just I'm not advocating, you know, you you get ass- assistance for your own death, but. I think that um, for like old people and stuff, like you're you're going through like cancer, you're going through something that's irreversible, it's slowly killing you. I think that it's a humane thing to do. It's just like I don't want to live anymore. 
fucking yeah death with dignity and, and speed and die at your top when you decide to die you want to die die by your own hand or die by sure. you know somebody else you know, you know how I want to die Brian <laughs> <laughs> oh yikes well so this podcast is normally uh, upbeat very and happy political. And is we it part are of deeply yeah we're deeply concerned with questions of Biden, morality yes we we truly do yeah politics <laughs> what does that mean biden yes yes uh, biden yes. obama uh, <laughs> he wasn't our president for a very long time executive branch <laughs> oh speaking of presidents uh on our last i forgot to mention this in our uh current reaction video our last uh Uh, our last reaction video uh for dawn of the dead we got a very well-known president um to comment on our uh video uh abraham lincoln it was very surprising and just uh came out of nowhere and i was like wow i was so so astounded astounded to find out that the the most renowned um world-renowned vampire slayer abraham lincoln uh he was our 23rd President? No, 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 what, no, but what, I like the angle you took. What, now, I am going to say what number that, was he? that, that is know? the more interesting. Hey, you look at the back of his jersey. That's how you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The back of his top hat back. is yeah. his, <laughs> has his number. Yeah, that, that's or the bull yeah. holes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> how many were there the poor man? Yeah. Okay. So this is a very weird episode so far. No, I'm liking it. I'm liking yeah. the, the, this more laid back, silly energy that we're sure. giving off right now. Yeah. Doesn't have to be serious twenty four seven. I think. I this, don't this... think it normally is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what gave you? Make what, no mistake. What, what gave us away? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <coughs> get this going. It's already with going. With a Brian. sentence that I don't know if you'll like. I liked Dawn more. Okay. I did. I could see why. Can you? Okay. So, I, I just from the feeling I got from you talking about this film, I feel like this is a fan favorite of the three. Is that fair to say? Mm, for me? For me or for people in general? If you were to estimate for people in general. I would say this is that the one people, like most? people like Dawn better than people. Uh, oh, okay. They, people like Don better than they like people. <laughs> than they like other. Yeah. The, the nature people, of any fandom. <laughs> me, me, one hundred percent. People like Don more than Day. Uh, like I said before, oh, we started okay. the uh, the recording of um, of the reaction. So, Day of the Dead was the black sheep. Of of the the dead trilogy. Once it well, it's not a trilogy anymore. But I consider the the first three to be um, just Day of the Dead is the the fucking definitive end to the the dead the dead series in my opinion. Um, it's just a perfect way to to end um, a saga, a trilogy, whatever. Uh, and I feel I feel like a lot of people over overlooked a lot of the uh, positive qualities to what made this movie so great. Um, although I kind of do wish that it was a lot longer than what we initially got, 
because Dawn, uh, depending on depending on what you're watching, we we watched the uh, the extended cut of the movie, which I so fact checked myself last episode on the podcast. I said that the extended cut was George Romero's preference. And I got that completely wrong. It's actually the theatrical version, uh, which okay, cool. I got that wrong. I'm I'm coming out. I am a fraud. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. I will say that I love this movie. Okay. And so after what I'm gathering is, uh, mm. day came out. People didn't like it at first. After the fact, they look back and said, "Whoa, that was actually really good." Now we like it again, but Dawn is kind of the favorite of, yeah. the, of the three. I, I am in that case one with the masses. I agree with that. Um, didn't really like this movie. My issue was, I think that I, I felt more invested in the last film. The last film felt like it moved more. There were moments where I really laughed and really felt scared in it. I felt like I was really, yeah. I don't know, I was really tied into it. This film takes itself a lot more seriously. I like seeing that it tries to. It succeeds in some ways. It also just feels like it's standing still a lot. And there are some of the best parts of it happen and kind of get buried in a lot of what feels like standing still and a lot of the same scenery and a lot of it just got kind of stale. I enjoyed the whole thing. I thought the soundtrack was an improvement. The, the, the uh, practical effects were a gigantic improvement. The acting was all good all around, I thought. It just didn't it didn't have the charm that Dawn had. And I don't think that uh I think so, it showed. I think I, I, I can definitely see where you're where you're going with that. Dawn of the Dead had much more variety in scenery. Yeah. Because it, yeah. it was a mall. It's a fucking mall and there's a horde there's hordes of zombies. Whereas in day you're mostly underground. Yeah, uh, and you just gotta see the same things over and over again. You didn't get a lot of zombie action, but that's due to budget cuts. The 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 initial horde in the beginning of the movie, we were supposed to get a whole entire scene of them up above ground facing this horde and stuff. We, we didn't get that because yeah. money issues and stuff. Yada yada yada. Uh, and that just, that, that, it sucks. It sucks because we were supposed to be getting this huge, like, cinematic finale to a great trilogy. We didn't get that, and it kind of feels under underwhelming, and I can, I can understand that. Uh, yeah. The special effects, dear God, Tom Savini really fucking upped his game with this one. Yeah, there were quite a few mic drops in there with him, where he was just like, "Yeah, the guts will spill out of him when he leans over in the bed." Yeah. Like there were so many, like we'll have an eye pop out. There were so many moments where, like, "Yeah, we can do this." Mm-hmm. Got it down, and that was really fun. I thought that was great. Now, I, I actually, I think some of my least favorite parts of Dawn were the zombie action parts. I thought some of the action scenes were entirely out of place, and I liked just the being in the environment and the discussions and the scenery in this try. one. I have to say it's kind of the same way. I like the discussions. I like the fact that they were training the song. I liked the idea. Normally, I can't stand if they're like, will we have a cure or will we not have a cure? I normally don't like that really Mm -hmm. easy, simplified plot of 
cure or no cure. But it worked really well here, and I liked the factionalism of everybody, and yeah. the tension at the first act was, like, palpable. It was really great. I think um, I think what it really what uh, really does it for me is the claustrophobia. Especially, yeah. Even though even though it is, it's kind of mundane and uh, with with the scenery and stuff. Whereas in Dawn, we we had eye candy. We had eye candy galore because it's yeah. a mall. And I feel I feel like because we play, we grew up playing uh, Dead Rising and stuff. It's it's kind of ingrained in us. Like it's it's a fun playland for a, a zombie apocalypse. And Day of the Dead, we're underground for most of the time, for almost all the time. We get claustrophobia, and we get more like tension between the human interactions between one another, which is what I've really liked the the, the breaking of the psyche between all, all these men that are like just mongoloids. You know, who think they, they know better because they have a dick between, like, swinging between their legs. And then we have the most competent female character that George Romero wrote uh, in the, the Dead uh, series. Uh, which is another reason why I like this movie so much. But... Now I'm kind of like teetering more towards Dawn because I never saw Dawn originally. Uh, it's 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 really hard. I swing back and forth because I like Bub. I like Bub so much. The the oh, whole he's a great character. Yeah. The, it, the whole Frankenstein. The mm-hmm. whole Frankenstein stereotype is so just it like I love it. In a zombie scenario, I love it so much. Yeah, I, I will say that the, the tension between this crazy uh, uh, warlord militant guy and him not being able to talk down the the doctor was really great because the doctor was like, no, 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 I, I don't, I don't care about you. Shut up. And he knew how to talk his way around this maniac, and nobody else could. I like the constant tension between at any moment this base is going to collapse because there are only like eight people in it, and they are being overpowered. The mission was about the medicine and curing this thing, but now it's just about this guy who has power. And it was so anxiety-ridden. Like I don't remember feeling constantly anxious and tense. The whole first act was filled with that. And then what I was hoping is that it would just start unleashing the zombie mania, and then it was a different type of tension, but also kind of a sense of relief, because everything that was obviously breaking down between the people, at least it finally did it, and it wasn't just tension. And um, it was mostly like that. And then they threw in some really good gems, like the, the idea of where we really get to learn more about the zombies in this film and how they're made up and how they function. It was really cool figuring out the part of the brain where all this happened in and how you can just carve away every major organ and they still live or exist. And uh, how you can hand them a phone and they'll try to use it, a gun, and they might remember how to use it. All of that is so interesting and charming. And maybe it was constantly staring at a white wall with a raw stone and a bunch of painted cinder blocks and then white doors. Maybe it was the constant dreary underground scenery that felt stagnant. Maybe that was it because there was there was some rich dialogue and there was some rich stuff going on. Um, and it was fun. I could not see this movie being longer. Like, I could not see that being a good thing. 
I don't know how that would work. I would love to. Did you say there is a longer version of this one? Because I would like no, to give this I, shot. Oh, there no, isn't. Okay. There, there isn't a longer version because of budget cuts. They just, they just wanted to make it longer. Okay. He wanted to. Uh, again, um, this was supposed to be the Ben Hur of of zombie films, right. according to Tom, Tom Savini, uh, quote unquote. Uh, and I don't know how long Ben Hur is, the original movie, because I know they remade that movie like a while ago, like a few years, a couple of years back. Uh, but I guess it's, it's supposed like to be a term that that essentially just means like gigantic, huge, like a bunch of different sets, a bunch of rich characters, rich orchestration, just an opera-like finale. Yeah, a zombie opera. There you go. And I don't feel like this even had the groundwork to be that. I feel like Don is Don leans was the in that perfect. direction. Where Don it was like that amazing. Yeah. Like if it was five hours long, if Don was five hours long. I think I think I would sit down <laughs> and I would watch it just yeah. like for the premise alone. Yeah, uh, it'd be really cool. I feel like that lends itself to that style. This movie, I think, should have been airtight, quick, to the point, and it would have been thrilling and really cool. And I really, really did like this movie. I don't want to. I'm comparing it to to the last one just because it's my frame of reference. Yeah. I really did enjoy this movie. I thought it was very cool. I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm surprised that it was aiming for that because I, I doesn't even feel like the right like the fundamentals are there mm. and we keeping in mind we are blind to what this movie the original passion and idea behind it because we didn't get that yeah who knows with the proper budget what they wanted to do um but i i did enjoy it the acting was good like you pointed out this is the first female character that didn't feel like it was actively offensive <laughs> like not even just like not doing it justice but actively trying to be cruel so that's, I guess, what, congratulations for being, doing the bare minimum. I don't know what to say to that, okay? <laughs> but the film was good. I liked it. The soundtrack, huge step up. We said that a lot through our reaction video. Uh, yeah, there were moments but, with the zombies uh, that were really, really yeah. cool. The practical effects were awesome. Like, probably, like I was saying uh, during the reaction, there's, like, some Hall of Fame stuff in there. And that, yeah. They're pretty good. Like, the, the Captain Rhodes death scene is one of them, definitely where they even kept with the whatever prosthetic head they made. It looked really realistic, really great editing, and the mouth would start moving and, like, opening and closing while it was being torn open. And brutal, brutal stuff. I, I love that whatever dark masterminds were behind that. Bravo. Tom Savini, baby. Tom Savini. Yeah. Amazing. Just... I want to talk about the ending of this movie. I think there were more layers to it than I thought. So, like, I first I watched the ending and I thought, oh, that's cool. They're... They did the one last. Oh, it was a nightmare, or no, it's just a time cut. I don't, I don't know what they were going for there, but it was fun. I thought it was cool. And then they ended up on the beach, and there was a moment where we see her with her reports, and then the other two guys living life, fishing, running around, and I that really harkened back to that scene yeah. in the little makeshift tent area yeah. where he was like, you know, you have to live life. These reports, what are you gonna do? You're gonna cure this alone? That's unreasonable. You can't do it. And even if you did what would we go back to let's just skip to the rebuilding part we'll just skip there and you know but then there's a hidden darkness in the ending which is the other two guys got their way where they're going to live life and do the best they can she's still clutching to her reports and her science and it has never been less likely that she will succeed because they just lost a military compound and it's like there is now like 
no way that she's going to do this unless they find out if there is something in Washington or not. Yeah. But there's a hidden darkness there of like, all right, it's very unlikely now that you will actually succeed in what you're trying to do. And then there's a hidden brightness there, which is maybe now she can try to just live life like the other guys and start rebuilding. Yeah. And it's kind of like, what a good start rebuilding sword. Start rebuilding by having them run a train on her. Yeah, there was a there was a bit of discomfort there when he's like, "We need to have babies," and it's like, "All right, if this were Walking Dead, the motives would be very blurry." <laughs> like, what are do you, you trying to uh, start a family with me, or yeah. you trying to rape me? But what uh-huh. what's your goal here, buddy? <laughs> I I thought that was a really really just great way to close it up. I thought that was a really cool ending. And like yeah. I'd be pretty darn satisfied if that were the end of the of the trilogy, like you were saying. If mm. that's where it stopped, I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Even if that movie didn't live up to everything it wanted to be, on a thematic level, think about what we did. We just explored the most unique like perspectives on the zombie apocalypse. Or... We saw boots on the ground survivor, and then we saw a bunch of just lucky military guys and cop guys and government official guys yeah. take down a mall and just accidentally wander into just everything they possibly needed and then fight off some biker gang crazy organized crime unit and then like it was just insane and then in this one we're exploring like the cure the actual anatomy of these zombies and how they tick and it's just like it's perfect like you you looked at all of these little great uh things i feel like we saw we covered so much ground so much better than just guy tries to survive like they didn't even try to make the characters relatable like there was like genius scientist and crazy like like orangutan military guys and like it was cool. I, I thought it was a very such a clever thing. It's almost like I feel like he knew how quickly we could get fatigued with a survivor story, which we now have had like decades of, and I'm sick of them. Right? And he imagine, did his own take on it. Imagine if we got a much darker ending. Like imagine if they all I could just buy it. died. I like a dark ending. <laughs> yeah. They just all fucking died. Like, I wanted that so much in Dawn of the Dead. When they said this was originally supposed to be the ending, like, he commit suicide and she get fucking. She she would stick her head up in the rotator of the helicopter. Uh, and that's how it would just end. But, yeah. No, all the fun and games, all the luck, all of the stumbling into everything you need, and then reality hits at the end. Come on, that would be great. That would be so memorable. Eminem, snap back to reality. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, I, I'd be, I would be so into that ending. I think that could be great. Yeah. And it hurt because those characters were made right. Mm-hmm. Like, they were great characters yeah. in there. Even the ones that you hated by the end, they came around. You know, I, I thought, I, so well done. I'm sick and tired of zombie movies, but I would love... I would love like a zombie film or show or whatever uh, even though walking dead kind of killed it you just get so invested with these characters like you get like these wonderful character arcs and just like some characters you used to hate now you love and just they all die mm-hmm. one by one they just all fucking fall it would be or, brutal <laughs> so just like yes that's what i want but we will never get because some people are too soft-hearted. Uh, 
Which bless you, bless bless all of you. Like I, I understand it. No, honestly, thank you for not being another desensitized American like me, who who needs to see people he likes die on TV to be like, oh yeah, that was a good to show. feel something. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, I just want to feel <laughs> something. I want to watch somebody die. I want to. Here's a snuff film of like your yeah your dog. Or How something. far will it go? Oh, you God. leave Mabel out of this. <laughs> Well, you could just go. Her. You, you could go and turn and say, "Oh, here's a snuff film of your rabbit." Like, no. I would. I would never stoop so low. <laughs> I'm scum. I'm literal. I'm literal scum. Uh, yeah. So. What are you thinking? You think we're ready for the eulogy here? Yeah, it's time to finally lay this film to rest. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. God be with this young man's soul. Maybe Rodney, rest in Day of the Dead, 1987? Thereabouts? Who knows? Close enough. 1980-something? Yes, I, I enjoyed you as a movie, and uh, we both enjoyed you as a movie, and uh, we are here to put you to, fi- to your final rest once again, uh, and hope you never come back from the dead. Uh, Please, if we get a remake of this movie, I don't know where we all have faith in it. Uh, oh, wait, we did, didn't we? Yeah, we, we did. did. There Which, is one. Oh, next no. year. Oh, next no. year. We're gonna watch it next year. Next year. <laughs> hey Brian, guess what? Next we're year. Watching it. We're oh. watching all the remakes. Now I see why you were upset about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll see how it goes. So I felt I felt it. You know, like it felt right to cover these movies. Mm-hmm. And next year, it's gonna feel so horrible. It'll feel wrong. It'll feel dirty. We'll feel filthy. We'll have to shower after every episode. It'll be disgusting. I'll have disgusting. to scrub my balls. <laughs> oh, we'll be horrible. I need to shave. Um, uh, what do you, you I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel violated. I need a cigarette yeah. after that. Um, uh, so this this movie is going to be torn to shreds by a ravenous pack oh, yeah. of, the whor- of the undead uh, after being shot. Well, yeah, after being shot. And then I'm going to bury it with a Dr. Frankenstein stereotype character. And uh, I saw a lack of children, so... uh, There was a lack of children, so you think you're going to throw a child in there? (laughs) I can't throw a child in there. There were no children to throw into the pit, sadly. Sadly, wow. <laughs> Controversy strikes as Nicholas Alexander Hex talks about yeah. wanting to throw a child into a pack of ra- the ravenous undead. Um, I'm going to throw the news reporter in there for speaking the truth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who can stand those guys and their, their, their amendment rights? Yeah. How dare they? Those, those, yeah. those real Americans. Yeah. I'm going to lay it to rest with... Dr. Frankenstein's life work because I feel like that's how this movie ended where we did get this lovable character and his deep investment even though he kind of like kind of 
made his own morality for a bit there to, to get done what he needed to get done. Uh, and then it was just all destroyed to pretty much, like, I feel like it won't see the light of day again. And it's very unlikely that he will ever succeed. So I think he kind of just died, and his life work went with him. Yeah. And, yeah, so there's that. You get And now you might be hearing voices. Well, sometimes, sometimes that is better. That is better. What's this? What? What the fuck? What's this, Brian? Roger Evert? You didn't know. <laughs> Did you really? Oh no. <laughs> How dare you, Brian? Okay. You know what? You maniac. I will take. I will take it all the way from the top to uh, the second paragraph where it ends at Occupy. I don't know. I chop it up. I chop it up. I'm not reading all this guy wrote. I have it chopped up in three paragraphs, so there might be some overlap, but we'll see how it works. The zombies in Day of the Dead are marvels of special effects, with festoons of rotting flesh hanging from their purple limbs as they slouch towards the camera, moaning their sad songs. Like an emo fucking lead vocalist. Yeah. That, well, he didn't... That, is a that, that wasn't Dr. a... Ebert. That he did wasn't. say that. He did say that. <laughs> Truth to tell, they look a lot better than the zombies in Night of the Living Dead. That, that's a fact. Which was director George Romero's original zombie film. His technology is improving. Perhaps the current emphasis on well-developed bodies, imperfect first blood, etc. has inspired a parallel improvement in dead bodies. But the zombies have another problem in Day of the Dead. They're upstaged by the characters who are supposed to be real human beings. You might assume that it would be impossible to steal a scene from a zombie, especially one with blood dripping from his orifices. But you haven't seen the overacting in this movie. The characters shout their lines from beginning to end, their temples pound with anger, and they are uh, and they use distracting Jamaican and Irish accents until we are so busy listening to their endless dialogue that we lose interest in the movie. They occupy. I'll take it from here. Yes, I was going to give Romero, it to you. whose original movie was a genuine inspiration, hasn't figured out anything new to do with his zombies. In his second zombie film, The Brilliant Dawn of the Dead, he had them shuffling and moaning their way through a modern shopping mall. The effect was both frightening and satirical. We really identified with the small cadre of surviving humans. They were seen as positive characters and we cared about them. This time, the humans are mostly unpleasant, violent, insane, or so noble that we can predict with utter certainty that they, <laughs> uh, that they will survive. According to the mad scientist in Day of the Dead, the zombies keep moving because of primitive impulses buried deep within their spinal columns. Impulses that create the appearance of life long after consciousness and intelligence have departed. I hope that the same fate doesn't befall Romero's zombie movies. He should quit while he's in bed. What a paragraph. This guy. I kind of... Man. I, I kind of see where he's going with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because of uh, where he continues... Okay. With, 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 the, with the movies yeah. and stuff, I, I, th I think he's I kinda, agree yeah. with so much of this review. Do 
to an extent. I, I guess with what I'm keeping in mind, we're horror movie fans, so we're like, oh, we see stuff we like, we like it, whatever. It's just like, oh, if we enjoyed it, we enjoyed it. He is coming from more of a film criticism standpoint, where he's trying to look at the depth and quality of the movies he's watching. And when you remove that from being a fan of horror movies, I don't think this movie is has accomplished as much as it thinks it did. I loved it because I saw what it could have been and what it was, and I thought it was really interesting and it really filled out the other trilogy. I totally understand why Roger Ebert gave this one and a half stars, while he gave Dawn of the Dead four out of four. Very hard to get from Ebert. I get it. I really do. I truly get where he's coming from, and I don't agree with him, but I don't agree with him for purely subjective reasons. Like, when he kind of... Some of the points here, I just can't argue with. I just like the movie because I like it, you know? But I really think he's on to something. <laughs> I really do. What, what is your reaction, I, I guess, to what he... I, to this pretty, pretty brutal... Yeah, movie. it's very brutal. But I, I, I can... I could see why he didn't like this movie whatsoever. Uh, it was definitely a downgrade comparatively to Dawn of the Dead. Well, a downgrade story-wise, upgrade in visual violence, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Do, do you think? Do you think it's time, Brian? I think it's time for the final cut and the final segment of March of the Dead. That didn't work as well as I thought it would. Let's just go to the next section. The final wave of March of the Dead. Oh, the final horde. The final Until horde. next year. Until next year. And they will come back. I gave Dawn of the Dead an 8.5 out of 10 slashes. High regarded movie. I loved it. I'm giving Day of the Dead a 7.5 out of okay. 10 slashes. Very good. I said that this was my favorite in, in, in the series and now I've kind of been swayed. I like Dawn more. I like Dawn more so much because of the premise. I love the yeah. premise. I love I love how the the characters the ma- the male characters think that they got they got the their best hand that could have been dealt to them and they're so frivolous with their own safety that they don't even know that they're playing with fire. Yeah. This movie could have been... I mean, Day, Day of the Dead could have been so much better. Uh, the, the violence was definitely upped, and I loved it so much. It's so fucking good. But the lack of zombie interaction is what kind of really kills it for me. I wish there was more to, to the zombies. And the lack of visuals as well. And that's all due to budget cuts. Which is... Really, which is really a shame uh, but I love the Frankenstein premise I love Captain Rhodes as the, the actor he did may he rest in peace did an amazing job he is a character you love to hate we get a amazing lead actress role 
who isn't written to be an inept bimbo um, for the sake of, you know, she's a woman and that's all she's good for is cooking and fucking, you know, just being in her place, which isn't true. Like, point being that women can do things that men can do. Uh, But anyways, I... I like the movie. I love the movie. But does it does it uh, over uh, does it beat Dawn of the Dead? No, I don't. F- I don't think it does. Sadly, and I really wish it did. But um, there you go. That's my that's my final cut. Do you remember what I, I gave Don? Uh, I think you gave it a seven point five. Seven point eight five. Seven point eight five three zero oh, nine. That's an interesting rating. If that's what I gave it, I guess maybe <laughs> that does sound like me. I don't know. Um, all right, uh, all right. Operating on that idea. This was a really good movie. I liked it. I liked what it was going for. I liked that it wasn't just some lazy movie. A lot of thought went into the plot. I completely disagree with Roger Ebert. I did not think it was overacting. I thought it was a fine film with great acting. I I really liked it. Um, The score was better. Fundamentally, I feel like a lot of things in the movie were better. Like, the filming felt clean. Didn't even notice it. Some of the editing during the zombie attacks were, like, pristine. So well done. I couldn't even tell when they switched out the real people for the little prosthetics. So, so well done. Um, and that's a huge step up from Dawn. In Dawn, there were moments where like, it was really kind of choppy. Yeah. Uh, it does not have... Fucking choppy. Lingering... Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have the weird lingering nomadic quality that Dawn had and that like 28 Days Later had where you sit in silence with the characters and it's interesting and you get a feel for the environment and you're kind of there. This didn't have that. And despite all the fundamentals being better I didn't enjoy it as much on a purely subjective level and I can't give this within like a one within like a one point padding of whatever I gave uh, Dawn so I don't know this might be a this might just be, I'll, you know what I'll actually I take that back I'll give this a seven if I gave Dawn a 7.85, which feels like a weird rating for me to have given it. But I'll let's think that I that's was baffled. Of... I was baffled when you said that. So then I'll, I'll give it a 7. Inching towards. See, I don't want to give it a 6 because that just feels like it isn't right. I'll give it a 7. Yeah. I'll give it a 7. Yeah. It's a great movie. And, yeah, it is. And again, this is a, a rating scale where 10 is perfect. I don't think do have we have any actual ten yeah, my actual ten movies like the thing in American Werewolf and my my zero or my one is just like, like a black screen that actually punches you for watching it. Right? That'd be like the worst movie. So on that scale this would be a seven. I was gonna say like my one is somebody just farting in front of a screen. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Just like absolute worst scenario. Uh Mark to the Dead. Goodbye. Yeah, it's, it's gone. It's done. Fair. Goodbye. Farewell. We'll see you all in hell. 
I don't know. It's gonna be like in. Uh, did you ever watch Gravity? No, I did not. For some reason. Is that reason, the one with uh, Sandra Bullock? Yeah, for some reason that was like the movie to watch. It was so weird. I remember going to the theater and I was like, why is this like talk of the town? It's cool, I guess, but like, why? The premise. Anyway, so it's all this premise. like space debris, it hits the ship and then it goes all the way around the Earth and you know it's coming back. So there's this really great tension of like, oh, it is coming back around at one point it will be here. It's kind of like March of the Dead. You remember the scene in Alien Isolation where they're trying to get to the ship and then that huge debris hits them and they all go flying? I don't. Oh, yeah, I do. For the beginning yeah, of the I game. Do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what reminds me of Gravity. <laughs> gravity. Yeah. You know, you know, you know when you do, when you, when you, when you leap up like a few feet and you just come back down? Oh, yeah, that thing? Yeah, 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 I get that. Fuck you, Isaac Newton. Kind of happy gravity. Yeah, isn't it such a shame this guy came around? We were all, all having fun in POG, and then he just came around and invented gravity. He found that math formula that would unlock the cosmic vein that would open up gravity, and suddenly we're all... Things are falling now. Thanks, man. <laughs> he could rub my cosmic vein. <laughs> Isaac Newton, that that's the hill you die on. That, that's what you're going to defend. The, the sexual vitality of Isaac Newton. <laughs> you know, maybe well, th- there might be something attractive to the the, the mad genius thing. I mean, maybe, maybe I can see it. I feel like a lot of those people are very snobbish. You're like, I'm smarter than you. Just rub it in I, your nose. I am sure. Rub it. Rub it in your nose. <laughs> rub it in your nose. <laughs> Just, Stop it! Why do you do this? That's <laughs> why so I fucking hate you. <laughs> That's why I never invite you to my parents' house. <laughs> dating right. Isaac Newton. You're dating so. a corpse. <laughs> yeah, this that's point. how we. That's how we end March of the Dead. You're dating a corpse. We just say it. It's interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, it's the end of March of the Dead, and you're dating a corpse. Not Your to turn. Be, not not to be. Uh, Confused with the artist corpse. Is there an artist corpse? Yeah, corpse husband. He's also a YouTuber. He's really good. Oh, if you're right. like into like emo, like dark, he, I don't want to classify him as anything. I think that his music is very uh, dark, sad, but just very catchy, and I think you should listen to him. Uh, not just Brian, but the audience if you're into that kind of thing if you're into like somewhat rapping and stuff and his voice is very fucking deep uh, it's, just, it's very it's very sexual uh, so yeah uh, anyways <laughs> yep uh, we're uh, goodbye uh, th- so long farewell uh, stay tuned for our next episode it's not gonna be zombies who knew nope um, yeah until next year until next March where I'll be Five. <laughs> then I'll be 26. But you won't age a day until then. <laughs> I look like I've aged, like, horribly. What? I look like I've aged horribly, Brian. No, I know, I heard you. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was a what of disbelief. This isn't a sitcom, what do you <laughs> Laugh, uh, add yeah, laughing track. track. <laughs> cue fucking laugh track. <laughs> Uh, I'm Kramer. Uh, 
I'm going to end my own career. <laughs> oh, that part. I thought you meant the wonderful, the wonderful bit where he busts into the apartment and yells. Okay, yeah, the no. rear-ending part. That's I the darker part of Kramer. Fucking hate Kramer. Seinfeld. Do you think there could be a movie? You know, there's Kramer versus Kramer. Do you think there could be another Kramer versus Kramer where it's him, the internal battle, as he did that on stage, where he's wondering if he just destroyed himself? Can we have this conversation? As I no, this has to be done in public. No. This-